Welcome back, guys, to Full Court Blitz, a show where we're talking about the most pressing NFL and NBA news. Hopefully, you all are having an amazing morning and having an amazing day as well. Um, <laughs> let me know what you guys think about that. Um, I'm thinking about using that as an intro. Um, I don't know if that'll be a good intro or not. Just uh, let me know. Uh, I would love to. I would love to hear your guys' thoughts. If that would be a very good intro for us. Um, but yeah. So uh, just uh, use the link anchor.fm forward slash Anthony Dash McCulley. That is M C C U L L E Y. Again, that is M-C-C-U-L-L-E-Y. And when you do that, it'll bring you to a website. Just make sure to hit that follow button. I definitely appreciate that. It'll allow me, it'll allow you guys to see every time I upload uh, every single morning. So um, if you guys think that the podcast, if you guys enjoy the, if you guys think that someone else in your family or your friends would enjoy the podcast content as much as you do, Make sure to uh, share it around with your friends and family, too. Definitely appreciate that. Also, the podcast is on Google and Apple Podcasts. Make sure to give the pod a rate and review. Maybe not a review because you guys are, I guess, already viewing it now. But just kind of, you know, rate the podcast on Google and Apple Podcasts. I definitely appreciate that. So, um, yeah. Well, let's talk NFL. Um, Now... There's a lot going on right now, and I know, you know, everyone's been talking, you know, I think it's been put on the, you know, my personal opinion on it is, I think it's been, I think it's something that we're all kind of conscious of, you know, this virus in the future and how, and how it plays out with sports. It ain't going to be, I can tell you right now. Before I say anything else, it's not going to be as dramatic, I don't think, as it will be, as it was, as it is now, because we don't have a vaccine. Should anyone get it ever again, I mean, it's going to be a virus forever now, because it's a new virus that came up on us. We'll have a virus, we'll have a vaccine by the time the virus, should it hit again. Hopefully we'll have a vaccine by then, so it won't be as dramatic as it is now. It won't be as hard to stop once we get a hold of it. But um, what I was going to say is, you know, we don't, you know, it's been talked about, but we don't really truly know, you know, how, you know, I'm going to get into this a little bit later on, but all I kind of wanted to say now is we don't know how much, you know, we don't know. How am I trying to say this? I'm trying to figure out, I guess I'm trying to figure out the best way to say this with, with it making sense. So, I guess if you have like a new, like this isn't like, you know, the flu where someone gets it. You don't have to quarantine. You know, it's not as big of a deal like that. You get the flu, you know, it goes away two weeks max. One week, two weeks max. You know, one week minimum, two weeks, two weeks max. 
I think how we look at this is, you know, I, I think that how we view it is that it's going to change sports forever, but how it's actually going to happen is, I think as soon as we get a vaccine, it's going to be end up, it's going to end up being like the flu to us. Yeah, that's essentially what it is. And it won't be as dramatic. But um, I'm going to get into a little bit more of that later on. Uh, later on in the pod. So um, I just kind of wanted to kick it off by talking about that a little bit. You know, just kind of get it flowing. Because um, I think it's, you know, I think it's essentially something that... I know. I mean, I'm going to get into it later. But um, I'm, I'm just going to stop myself there so I don't... You know, getting anything yet without without wanting to. So, um, let's just get into the first little bit of news here that we got. Not a whole lot. Um, but keep in mind, though, that this both of these are on the NFL.com official website. So, um, just kind of letting you guys know that everything is reliable on this site. So, um, let's see here. So the, well, I'll read you guys the headline first. It says, Raiders host a veteran running back, Jeremy Hill. Goes on to say, plan to sign him. So let's get into it now. After a year plus away from the field, Jeremy Hill could be nearing an NFL return. Now keep in mind, he was on New England this past season, but he, um, Ended up being cut, I believe, around, I think it was around the cut down size to 53 men. I can't exactly remember. I can't remember if it was because he got injured or if it was because he was on the, or if it was because he, I can't remember if it's because he got injured or if it's because he got cut right away. I thought I remember him playing a little bit. Yeah, he got injured. Okay, that's what it was. That's what I thought it was, but I wasn't. I couldn't exactly remember. So yeah, keep in mind he last played for New England. But I'm gonna get into the rest. The rest of it goes on to say the Raiders plan to sign the veteran running back after hosting him on Friday. Ian Rappaport reports that you know he reported this. He adds he adds that the deal is pending on the results of his physical and COVID nineteen test. So, how they're going to do the NFL, you know, NFL signing this year is normally you have to wait until the papers are done. You have to wait for the, you know, you have to wait for the, your physical to be done in order to sign. Because, well, you guys probably know how that goes. Well, I'll say it anyway. They can't do it till after the physical because otherwise, if they fail that physical, they can't play. They can't physically play anyway, pending the name, you know, hence the name physical. They can't play anyway if they don't pass a physical. So they're not going to want to sign right away if you can't play. You know, because the whole point of signing is to be able to play right away and, to, you know, official on that team. So, yeah, you guys get it. I'm not going to get into that. But how they're going to do it this year is normally it's just a physical and sign. You pass that, you sign. This year, it's going to be physical and COVID-19 test. So, 
if the physical is not, if the, the if the, if it's, if the talks are mutual and it's going to happen, it just hasn't been official yet, and but it's planned on, you have to get the physical done and then you have to get, and then in order to, normally it's just the physical, you pass that, you sign, you plan a time to sign. This year it's going to be, you have to pass the physical and then you have, and, the, and then before that you have to have the COVID-19 test. So not so usually it's just physical and then and then you can sign. This year you have to do physical. You can't sign yet. Then you have to do COVID nineteen test. You do that, then you can sign. Which those results don't come in for a couple days. So that means essentially that signing this year is going to take a little bit more time, unless the NFL has you know unless sports are given a little bit quicker of tests, which that might be possible. Because you obviously can't wait, you know, for an average person, I believe it takes about a week. So I don't, and I don't think the sports can do that. I think they have to get it a little bit sooner. So I think they get it a little bit quicker, but you get the gist of it. It's still going to take a little bit longer this year. So just keep that in mind. Goes on to say, like I said, Hill, Jeremy Hill, 27 years old, last played in 2018 for New England. A stint that lasted all but three quarters of the season opener where Hill exited the game with a torn ACL. Yeah, I knew it was I knew it was that quick too. I was like I was I knew it was early in the season. I just couldn't remember if it was because he got cut or if it was because he got injured. I I thought it was because he got injured. And I just couldn't exactly remember. But um yeah, ended up going on IR, then New England ended up cutting them. So that's essentially what happened there. I think it's because they thought that they might get them back, you know, just for depth. But then they ended up finding out that he ain't, they ain't going to have it for a while. So then they just cut him. But goes on to say he would land on IR shortly thereafter and was released and was relegated to a bystander as New England went on to eventually win Super Bowl 53 that year. Goes on to say, former 2014 second round pick by the Bengals, Hill has proven that what he's capable of when healthy. His last season in 2017 was limited to seven games due to an ankle injury and the emergence of Joe Mixon. But prior to that, he had a successful three-season slot stretch, toting the Rock and Cincy. In 2015, Hill tied for the league lead in rushing touchdowns with 11. He rushed 667 times for 2,757 and 29 touchdowns and 46 appearances. 30 That's 36 starts from 2014 to 2016. Now, for a guy that's injury-plagued, that's quite impressive over the course of two years. That's pretty impressive. That's not bad uh, over the course of two, three years. So I think Jeremy Hill's always been kind of looked at as um, trying to think how to explain it. So I think he's always been kind of looked at that type of guy to have been, you know, I guess what I want to say it is he's always been kind of looked at as an underdog, you know, given those stats, it's not terrible for an injury plagued guy 
Uh, it's actually pretty good. And those are his best stats of his career up to this point, of course. Because he hasn't posted anything like this since then. And, you know, since then, of course, he's been injury-plagued. So, I don't think it was as bad then, with, you know, hence the numbers. I mean, look at the numbers. I don't think he was injury-plagued then. I think now he is. And since then, he hasn't posted numbers like that. He's been on and off the field since. You know, and the numbers can show you that. But, um... I wouldn't even know how to find the numbers for that, actually. Because that, that's going to be, like... I don't even know. How would I even find the numbers for all this? I mean, that would be a lot of looking into. If I can find... You know what? I'm going to tell you guys this. I'm going to look into, you know, after this episode, I will post a bonus episode. Um, I'm trying to think. Maybe I'll put a, maybe I'll put a poll out. You know, look out for, I'm going to link it down below, but check out the Facebook page. Um, I'm trying to think. Yeah, look out for the podcast Facebook page because when I link it down below, because I am going to put a poll on Facebook for what you guys would rather have it on. Would you guys rather have this on? Would you guys rather have the poll? Would you guys rather have me putting Jeremy Hill's numbers on On Facebook, or would you guys rather have it on, on the Facebook podcast page, or would you guys rather have it on here? Let, um, I'm going to put a poll down for the podcast Facebook page or Anchor. Let me know when I, when I do a poll. I'm going to ask you guys, let me know what you guys think, what you want me to do, because I'm going to try and you know, I, I want to see what one you guys wanted on, and then I'm going to look into it. I'm going to go from 25th, I'm going to go from 2016, no, from 2017 to 2020, and I'm going to break down his numbers since and tell you how much he's actually missed, you know, how many games since then he's missed. So, um, but moving on here, George Kittle. No, I saw this today. <coughs> Excuse me. I saw this today. And I, I was kind of shocked because, you know, coming off of the season they had, you wouldn't really expect it. Sorry about that, guys. So, but George Kittle, it says, Kittle and the 49ers have significant disconnect in contract talks. Now, he does have a statement, so I do want to kind of read that to you guys as well. So... NFL Network's Mike Silver reports Friday on insider on Inside Training Camp Live that a gap remains between the All-Pro tight end and the 49ers, noting that Kittle doesn't want to be considered a tight end in terms of his contract. So, this is what it says. Uh, this is actually a statement given by Silver from George Kittle. So, quote, there remains a pretty significant disconnect in disconnect philosophically between the Niners and George Kittle's camp. 
The 49ers believe they want to reset the tight end market and give him a great tight end deal. And Kittle is kind of saying, I, by quote, I think I'm more than just a tight end. It's been a really flat market at that position. Jimmy Graham was kind of the standard of his 20 off this 2014 deal. Austin Hooper eclipsed that by a little bit this past March in free agency. But if you look at him as a tight end, yeah, George Kittle can reset the market. But George Kittle, who was just voted the seventh best player in the league by his peers, and in my opinion has earned that distinction, is thinking by quote, I don't want to be called the tight end for the for the tight end for the purposes of these negotiations, end quote. The divide between the sides is understandable. Goes on to say the tight end market has been stagnant for years. Austin Hooper signed the largest long term deal for a tight end this offseason, earning ten and a half million dollars per year over the four year pact. That franchise tagged Hunter Henry, slated to mark slated to make ten point sixty seven million, sits atop the tight ends market is telling. Thanks in part to Rob Gronkowski taking team friendly deals in New England in previous years. The top of the tight ends market hasn't progressed as the salary cap has increased. Now, I will say this. I do. I, I can't really say that I, I blame these these statements given uh, to NFL.com and to Silver. I don't think I do. I do believe, you know, I would say that the tight end position has either been underlooked or it has been kind of, you know, it's almost kind of been eliminated as a position in a sense. Because, you know, it seems like tight ends nowadays, you know, will go into blocking. You know, they'll play like an offensive tackle. So it, it, it's almost like the tight end, if you, you look at the tight end position almost as basically an essential, basically essentially... It's divided between a, a wide receiver and an offensive tackle. They'll do both. Because if you look at Rob Gronkowski with New England, he would go into blocking. You know, his final season in New England when they won Super Bowl 53, he only had a couple receptions for about a couple hundred yards. And most of the games were blocking. If you guys remember, that very first game of the season opener that year, he had a foot, he had a reception. He didn't go on to get another reception until like week 12, week 13, week 14-ish. He went that long without a, without a reception. That means the rest of those games... It was a mixture of him being injured, and it was a mixture of him just blocking. So, to me personally, I mean, I don't really give a damn how other people look at the what the about how people look into the tight end position. But how I personally look at it is, it's a mixture between you being a wide receiver and you being a mixture of an offensive tackle. You kind of do a mixture of both. The tight end doesn't really have. It's normal duties. They have the mixture of a tackle and the mixture of a wide receiver. Because if you look at Gronk, Bill Belichick would put him in eligible as a receiver. And that would to either block shed, and that would to either, you know, that would to either 
block protect or to actually have a route. So it's hard to say. I mean, I per that's what my personal opinion is. It's kind of just been stagnant, you know. It's been it's been pretty. It, it's been pretty like basically like you know a mixture of both positions, and it's almost like the tight end doesn't really have its own. You know, like a wide receiver has its own duties. It almost seems like a tight end position truly isn't a tight end anymore. It seems like it's a mixture of other positions. You're just calling yourself a bigger receiver, basically. That's all it essentially is. <clears throat> but um, when I link, link all the socials, let me know what your guys' thoughts are about, you know, about these, you know, about these topics. I will post, again, I am going to post both of the links to both these websites so you guys can have, so you guys can read it on your own and look at exactly what I'm looking at to give me your guys' best thoughts and opinions about it down below when I link all the socials. I would love to hear what your guys' thoughts are. But now, finally, I think it's time to kind of get into what I was talking about before. So, about the whole sports thing when I, when I you know, when I uh, intro this pod today. So, about the virus in sports. I think, I think how we're looking at it is, you know, oh shit, there's a global pandemic going on, how is this going to affect sports? So I think, obviously, when it's new like this, there hasn't been a vaccine, it's going to go crazy, everyone's going to go insane. I think the way we're supposed to look at it is... Obviously, we don't have a vaccine yet. So, should this ever come up again, which it will. I mean, it's a new virus now. It's going to be, it's going to go around again. But I think the next time it ever does come, I don't, I think at that point, assuming we have a vaccine by then, it won't be as crazy. And that's what I'm hoping for. Um, as far as how this will affect sports. Obviously, it's affecting sports now because we don't have a vaccine causing quarantining, causing chaos, utter chaos. Um, how this will affect sports, in my opinion, in the future, I think it's going to cause not only the NFL and NBA, but all four major sports, you know, hockey, football, basketball, and, um, and golf. Others use golf. All four of those major sports, they're going to I think post, you know, I think when, I'm just trying to think how I want to say this. I think when the virus slows down, you know, from what it is right now, I think when it slows down and it's not as bad and 
a lot more can actually open and there's a more of a sense of normalcy. I think the way we're going to look at it is, you know, I think how I look at it is, I think more sports, you know, after arenas, I think they're going to be more sanitary. You know, I think they're going to be paying attention more to that kind of stuff. I wouldn't say it's going to be, I wouldn't, I mean, I think, it, I think they're just going to be conscious of it. I don't think they're going to be like, oh shit, we don't want this coming back. We need to, we need to like halt everything and run. Like, you know, they're not going to do that, but you know, they're going to like be more conscious you know, because, like, before the virus, everyone wasn't as, everyone never even thought of a new virus coming in. You know, no one was ever like, oh, hey, by the way, we should be sanitary. And, of course, it's, you know, it, it's a common sense thing. But I think outside of being, you know, outside of it, you know, for the sake of this argument, let's not look at it as being just... For the sake of this argument, let's let's not look at it as just being common sense here. Let's say, you know, outside of being common sense, because we all know it is, we all know it's common sense. Outside of that, let's look at this for the sake of argument. Everyone's just going to be more sanitary. Everyone's going to be more conscious. Because before this virus, no one was that conscious of anything. Everyone was just like, oh shit, normal day. Let's go on with their lives. That's how everyone was kind of looking at things. I think with this virus, it kind of gives us a new eye and a new vision of what can really happen when you're not being careful. And I think that that's how everyone else is going to look at this going forward. And um, I don't think it's going to do when it should, it, you know, should it ever come back again? I don't think it will ever affect sports the way it did now. I think it's going to make everyone more sanitary. I think it's going to make arenas more sanitary. Maybe it'll affect sports capacity now at games. Maybe it'll make, you know, maybe it'll have all sports reduce their seating to make it less crowded for stuff like this to happen. That's just a guess for me. But, um, yeah, I don't really know what else to really kind of get into with it. You know, I just kind of wanted to bring it up, you know. But, um, again, guys. I'm going to post a poll on my Facebook podcast page and on my original because I don't think there's that many people. I don't know how many people really follow the podcast Facebook page. So I think I'll post it on my. Yeah, I think I might post it on my original Facebook page, my personal. And I think what I'm going to do is I'm going to put a poll. And I'm going to ask you guys, do you want the George Kittle information or the George Kittle? Do you want the Jeremy Hill information with his stats on the Facebook page or on the podcast Facebook page? Or do you want it on Anchor as a bonus episode? I will post a, I will post a poll on there. I will also post the link or I'll also post the podcast Facebook page so you guys know how to find it, exactly what it's called, and then you guys can find it from there. Um, But yeah, so again, guys, use the link anchor.fm forward slash Anthony Desperate Cully, that is M-C-C, 
U-L-L-E-Y. Again, that is M-C-C-U-L-L-E-Y. Uh, go ahead and hit that follow button. Basically, so lets you know every time I upload every morning. Uh, also, share the podcast with your friends and family if you think they'd enjoy the podcast content as much as you do. Also, the podcast is on Anchor, Spotify, Google, and Apple Podcasts. Make sure to just make sure to rate the podcast on both platforms. I definitely appreciate that. But again, guys, I will post that poll. Let me know. I don't know when I will do it, depending on whenever I get actually, you know, depending on when I get a legitimate picker of a legitimate winner on what one you guys want. But I will post a poll. Again, I will link it all down below, especially the websites. Again, also let me know what you guys' thoughts are when I do post the link socials down below. Let me know your guys' thoughts on today's episode. But other than that, guys, full court blitz here. And, uh, yeah, talk to you guys later.